This is exactly right. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? Oh my god. This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgariff. And we are uh, we are in beautiful Burbank. Hello. 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 And uh, uh, we almost left my car. <laughs> We're in your car right now. That's right. We almost left my car uh, running. Just it, running on the street. Yeah. Just running. Was, I, my plan was to move it in your driveway because I never noticed in all these years that if I leave my car past eight... Wow, how much is the ticket I could have been getting this? I, I'm sure it was above $80, oh. the way they do it in my town. Ooh, and if, if I have ever, 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 <laughs> if I had ever, ever, ever. <laughs> oh, God. I oh. always like to start our episodes with a tiny stroke. Did you do a ton of Coke before this episode? Oh, you know what? Just my normal bullet. <laughs> I don't know what... I heard a bullet is like a thing that shoots the exact nostril serving... <laughs> You twist it. It shoots it? Yeah, and then you can drop it on the ground and no Coke spills out. It sounds like a great invention. Fucking thank God someone from from the band Rush invented that so that we could all have our Coke protected. Yeah, when you invent something that deals with Coke being more easily put into your nostril, who pays you? Like, what company? I guess um, Nicaragua? Nicaraguans. Uh, Oh, no, sorry, Colombia. Yeah, you get a government check. It's a stipend. Yes, yes. It, yes. Uh, it either goes to that or Parks and Rec. <laughs> the TV show. <laughs> yes, we're going to bring it back. <laughs> I am. Um, we're going to uh, coke it back. One time I left my car. I had all these paintings because I would do my painting in college at my dad's because he had. That is where I lived, one. And then, two, he had a little paint studio because my dad's a painter. Oh, nice. So we did... The assignment was like five, at least four-by-four-foot paintings. Shit. Which is, yeah, that's such a lazy assignment, and it's a lot of work, especially if you paint detailed and you don't do big, broad-strokey... Bullshit. Just say it. Bullshit hippie art with a goddamn dreadlock (laughs) painted on it. (laughs) What if you painted with your dreadlock? Do you hate it? The same way. I would. I can. I can only imagine how angry I would be at that very <laughs> realistic thing that could have happened. I dipped it. it. The reason I used my own hair 
uh-huh. is because it's kind of a symbol for how my parents feel about um, the fact that they're paying for my school <laughs> and they won't help me maintain my BMW SUV. Oh, sorry, that was a my impression of a... Of a, someone very specific. Yes, a very specific... <laughs> Uh, from Vermont trust fund student in Montana. When Would you call him a trustafarian? And if so, what song would he sing? Um, it would sound a little bit like this. <laughs> I came for the mountains. I came to telemark ski. Styly ski, styly. <laughs> Uh, We're, we've gone in so down that I know exactly when to It's like volleyball Bump set and you come in with your fucking reggae spike you, I, I feel like you even knew I could do some mountain riffs Of course I did Chris, I've been sitting next to you Listening to you do that riff for quite some time Thank you. I am the Tosh of comedy <laughs> Not, No, I guess Daniel Tosh would be that I'm the Peter Tosh of reggae comedy You're the Josh of comedy <laughs> <laughs> what you are I um I oh so I left I went in to have my paintings reviewed yes and it's a three hour process the length of an art class twice as long as all the other people give uh, art majors a lot of shit but you're in school twice as long is that true yeah Hmm. and uh the whole time while we're uh I can't think of the word Uh, that's uh anyway my in studio in studio, um, um, uh, judging people's paintings. I can't think of what that word is. Oh, got it. The I, county yeah, fair. I just haven't left the house much. Um, okay, we're gonna work through all that. Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, and then I came out, and my car was moved. The keys were left. It, the ignition was off. But when I came out, I remembered. Oh my God! I left my car open. Doors open. Hatch open. Because I just grabbed the paintings, <laughs> ran them up there, and they said, "Are you ready to start?" And I'm like, "I don't know why not." <laughs> and in your mind, you were like, "My mom just dropped me off. That's uh, yeah, what's exactly. happening right now." Why are my mittens not on pieces of yarn from my cuff? <laughs> and uh, and I just remembered right when I ran out, and the car was gone. I'm like, "Of course it's stolen." My, nope. my Ford Escort wagon. No, it was parked. No one wants that shit. It was parked legally, and if I'm not mistaken, they put money in a meter. I don't. I wish they had left a note. My and some keys, cookies. <laughs> even the way my keys were left on the seat, like all lined up perfectly, fanned out. Someone, you know what? I th- can I tell you my theory? Yes, please. A person who has done very bad things in his or her life came upon your running car. Right. Was like this is my chance to make good and turn it around. Yep. Instead of stealing this or being peeing in the front seat like I used to do, what I'm going to do now is is be the Christian that I've always wanted to be and just do the perfect, perfectly nicest thing. Right. Don't it, you think? I'd, li- I'd like for it to be that. I'm I'm worried that even more likely is that it's on me in that it was a dreadlocked hippie dude that paints <laughs> had paint in his dread. Yep. Who moved to Montana because he loved it for the mountains, the scenery, <laughs> and he's probably recycled and did all the things that I never did that he, I now appreciate. He recycled his way to Montana. And he was like, I'm going to do the right thing here, bro. And yep. annoyingly, in a hippie way, moved my car and parked <laughs> it like a, like a dirty-haired sweetheart. <laughs> was there... A residual smell of patchouli and body odor. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was well aired out, you know, because mm. I left the doors open. Oh, that's right. Yeah, not... oh, so he moved it, but he didn't close the doors. Right, right. He left, <laughs> he left the doors open like it was at a, a car show for 81 Escort <laughs> wagons. 
Look inside and you'll see Chris's shirt. <laughs> um, well, I was trying to make you feel better because when you discovered that you had left your car running and the lights on in front of my house, you seemed a bit dejected. And so I wanted to comfort you by telling you that when I was home and visiting my family, I went to the CVS and uh, I was, I love a good CVS trip. I'll, I'll look at every goddamn new thing that I can find at the I, end I, of the I've aisle. I've been to the CVS with you and yes, you do. I take a good long time. Uh, well, just in case there's new eyeshadow or something. Right, right. But um, when I came out about a half an hour later, my lights were on in the car and I was like, oh shit, I left the lights on. That's weird. And then when I got into the car, it was on, it was running and I'd left the car on also. Because your car, when it's running, it's just a silent electronic purr. It is whisper quiet. Yes. Just like my washing machine. So someone would have to get in to steal a purse or some uh, CVS mascara to then realize the car was on and drivable. Yes. And that's also when they would realize the car is alive and then claws would come out and kill them for getting into it because ooh, ooh. this car is a lot like Christine. Oh, wow. You the got, evil car. How, did you have to pay extra for that? No, I just called up the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, devil. <laughs> I, I, like, I just watched, uh, is it Brian De Palma that made Christine? I don't know. I believe so. Okay. I could. I know it's based on a Stephen King book. That's what I was gonna say, but yeah, that's what everybody knows. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm the kind of guy that pulls Brian De Palma out, <laughs> and I probably am wrong. But a lot of people, have you noticed how often uh, they're they're saying Chris was right? What uh, online? Like on Twitter? Yes, that's right. Yeah, we have a lot of self doubt. Yeah, I'm um, riddled with it. Yeah, I relate. Look at that moon. I'm sorry, but look at it. Oh, it's round and it's big. Moon report. And it's I'm, happening. And when I'm throwing a gig, I just can't help myself. I act like an animal. <laughs> What's that? That's Sir Mix-a-Lot's <laughs> werewolf rap. It's very I, I, lesser known. I would like to brag and say that I thought it was Sir Mix-a-Lot's baby got back. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he likes the moon round and big. <laughs> And when he's throwing a gig. See, I just repurposed, because I don't like to talk about lady spots. You can, though. I think, I feel empowered by it. I, I'm not going to talk. I don't even look at women this last month. <laughs> Smart. Good I move. do not make eye contact. I will no longer defend them on Twitter, because I'll get blocked. Good. Oh, I'll tell you that one later. But, uh, yeah, I just, it's, I'm... Twitter isn't the place to actually communicate. I've realized no, lately, in the least. and I've I've kind of because I'm at home so much, just because I am lately. Yep. Um, I've I rely on it yep. for interactions with real people that I do know, and there's so much room for tone being misread that I've I hate. I'm I kind of want to throw my phone in a bowl of rice for a couple months and just. <laughs> not deal with it because I'm realizing it's not making me happy and it's when I wake up the last thing I do when I go to sleep is look at I'm just looking through nervously at nothing yeah let me check here. my email at 1am yes. what am I doing and then right when I wake up and and I know you're that way with Twitter but I'm like that with a ton of things I, well I am I have a couple things We, I, my friend Bradford made up this term he calls it uh the digital uh uh he's looping i think he calls it looping where you just go like twitter email 
I do uh, Yahtzee. <laughs> you just go back and forth between like four apps that you're yes. obsessed with and you just keep clicking, 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 clicking. Yes. And I even got on, I'm on the uh, dating Bumble uh, and I have, I don't think I will ever, first of all, it's lowered my self-esteem. Ugh. There's, there's, and you're judging people. It's not, it's not natural to look at four pictures of a human and swipe on them. I'm not trying to sound like I'm. Better no, you're than right. Anyone, but I'm like, it makes me feel gross. Yes. And uh, but then you start to overlook it, like guns in a video game, and you just start <laughs> getting rid of people. Yeah. And it's like, nope, n- hate the sweater. Yeah. Wow, f- two of your dog, <laughs> nice nostrils. Like I'm just become a monster. And, and it's and I've kind of gotten used to it. Like that bad. Everyone likes. Black Mirror, but uh, there is that episode where everyone's like dependent on a star rating. Yeah. In life, yeah. And everyone's, you know, it it kind of really feels like the beginning of that. And well, you know what's funny too? It it um, the excitement that you feel that looks like Sarah Schaefer. Um, the excitement that you feel in real life when you meet a person that you actually have chemistry with, right? feels these days like such a rare experience because nobody is paying attention to anything really anymore. Right. So like you're, you're projecting these ideas of what you could have that with onto pictures, which tell you nothing about a person or about how you could connect with a person. Right. Except for like, yeah, if you don't like certain types of noses or, or you really do like a certain type of nose. Well, that's one thing, but like to, yeah, to me, I was like, I just don't like people like this. And oftentimes the better looking a person is the less I would automatically like them because I'm like, Ooh, you don't, I feel like you may not have lived correctly. Right. Well, that's how women, I think one of the ways they're, uh, maybe better developed because, uh, I think most men are like, uh, put the looks first, I think. Well, uh, yeah, I think so. you're, yeah, yeah. you're neuro- n- neurotically, you're neurologically set up that way though. Yeah. Vision based. Yeah. But, but no, that's, I don't know. I'm just, it horrifies me and I can't imagine, uh, me, a person that's not scared about my well being, just meeting a stranger somewhere, much less, you know, one of these, uh, rapey dudes, you know, it's the <laughs> fucking scariest concept. It's crazy. But everyone does it. Everyone does it in the same way everyone gets into an Uber. And I ne- right, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's like stranger dangers, step right. one stranger danger, someone, but we all do it. Someone tweeted a thing or had a joke about it. So I'm sorry, but I don't know, but I'll butcher it. So it's no longer their thing. Oh, nice. The, you know, we're, we're always told to never talk to strangers and you never get in a and you never go online <laughs> and talk to strangers. Now they've combined the two where you go online to have a stranger come and you actually get in a car <laughs> with them. See, I butchered it, but there is a point there. Yes. The internet and strangers are supposed to be dangerous and then we, you combine them both and it's become this convenience. You know what's how I think they did it? Because I remember when Uber very, very first came out and my friend Ed Hansen explained it to me. He was like, you can get uh, like, a, like a car, like how celebrities get driven from their house to a talk show or whatever. You can you can call a car and it's super cheap. It's like 20 bucks. Right. And, and he's called, it's, it's called Uber X or whatever the yeah, fancy yeah. Uber is. And so in my mind, everyone was going to come and pick me up wearing like a suit. Right. And like being a professional driver. And so you kind of like, you just go, oh, this is a professional driver. You yeah. accept the fact that 
you give them all this credit. The first Uber rides I took, it was that way, and it was an Escalade or an SUV or whatever. There wasn't all these subcategories of the type of person that would come. What class of human do you want to pick you up? <laughs> a scumbag. It was always, yeah, it was, it, and it was cheap, and it was like weird. I just had a giant uh, Suburban pick me up, and the guy was wearing a suit. And, was he really? Yeah, because I think for a while it was like at the at the beginning of it, it they were using actual drivers that, yeah. that in their off time they're like well I'm going to do this app too because I got three minutes before I pick up those drunk girls at the Golden Globes right. <laughs> I'm just going to pick up this dude and take him to a house party Yes, or you know what I mean and, and now it's I, I think it's great and of course there are you know your, your Facebook and your everything it would be the hardest way to get away with something, in all honesty, I think. Like, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. A cab driver can murder people willy nilly. Yeah, I think, and you never see him again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right. I also have had some of the best conversations with Uber drivers, like getting into, like it always. I always start the conversation with, "Is the traffic as bad now, or worse than it was?" five years ago in your opinion and then we have a long conversation about yeah. how too many people live in LA and you know it's all getting su super crazy and it's bad for your health that's where we start but yeah. then we go into I've had some like highly philosophical conversations Me with people too. I, I love it I love talking to Uber guys maybe it's a testament to being lonely-ish lately yes. but I will talk their ear off <laughs> and on a plane you bet old lady put down those needles <laughs> Uh, uh, but the, but that's her insulin. She has to have those needles. <laughs> yeah, well, she shouldn't be using them to make a scarf. <laughs> and not while I'm talking. Yeah, we got we got stuff. What was it like in the fifties? <laughs> Both fists under my chin. Eighteen fifties. <laughs> Go. Did you know? I don't think I ever told you this. My great grandma, who lived to be I think hundred and one, saw three centuries. Yeah. She was born in eighteen ninety. Eight, I believe, and like died. Let's just say two thousand, and let's just say that equals one hundred and one. Let's all say it together. Everybody now. <laughs> I'm so glad we're finally using our backseat chorus. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for Christmas. Oh, I am too. It's funny because I I think it's going to get me out of this slump. Yes, it will. Because it's the only Christmas and the the excitement about it and the way you feel and even the spiritual. It's the only time of the year I'm like, maybe we don't just tits up, die. <laughs> maybe people do care about each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that it, even my, the guy next to you at Walmart with a sleeveless flannel and the fart hat is in the same, <laughs> like, I can actually talk to him about something. Yes. Like, he could have a Trump. Uh, a shirt with an AR-15 on it that said kill all reporters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever clever bumper sticker <laughs> you have with your machine gun shirt mm -hmm. I could overlook that and go your nephew likes Legos too yes. you know yeah because sometimes <laughs> or a way better example <laughs> because sometimes the politics are it's almost like sometimes I feel like people use politics to distance themselves. But if you're not allowed to talk about them, which these days, almost everybody's like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Matt Ingebretson Street, that's it's our guest today. being blocked. Is entirely blocked by two large fire... Is it three? They're... Oh, my God. What? Oh, wait. There's like a fucking parade. It's like a... Is it? Or is there a... I mean, we have to know what this is. 
This can't be. Oh, okay, that. it's holiday. It's Thursday. It's holiday. Oh God! Fuck. See, everything is a shooting now. Oh. That's why I'm talking. That's why I can't. Oh. And what you're saying right now about politics getting in the way of people connecting—that is the first thing I look at is okay. Twitter, and that's the first thing I look at. And all I've been thinking about in the last couple of days is that Trump's going to get fired because you know they they've proven that he met the russian meddling and then also that he tried to stop them from investigating and yeah. said meddling there's two good reasons but so i'm just looking at it over and over and it bums me out it's and, horrifying and then you see a group of people caroling and i feel like <laughs> someone's been shot yes they well it was it was three, it's three long fire trucks blocking off the street right and that looked like super emergency, not plain old heart attack, but it looked like no one come here for a really long time. Yeah. Well, either that or they're lined up so evil can evil can jump them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Okay, wait, hold on. No We're one, very close to no Matt. No one does. No one thinks about evil anymore because he's dead. <laughs> we are looking up uh, Matt's. We're, uh, our guest will be the very tall... Uh, very interesting, very funny, Matt Ingebretson. Who is one of my favorite guests we've ever had. I feel like the show we did with him that day was one of the funniest shows we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, he's a, he's a smart guy. <sighs> and he's got more going on in his head than just comedy jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Well, yeah, he's a, a very well-rounded person. Yes. And he has a show coming up that we should talk to him about. Because yes. He's got a wonderful show coming out on, what do you call it? I believe it's Comedy Central, and I believe I have a small role in it. What? Yes. Oh, shit. We got we got anecdotes aplenty. Okay, I, I, I guess we're going to have to go around the corner here. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to turn that on again. Okay. This is uh, one of those times where now we need to look at our phone and fake talk. Oh, it's as right. we do. It's we've we've been given some heavy duty uh, talking. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's pretty nonstop heavy duty. Yeah, maybe we have a segment called Quiet Time. Yeah, where nobody talks. People would have, have uh, you know, appreciated, I suppose. <laughs> we, it's something you know. Maybe this is the chance to unplug. While you're listening to a podcast, we're going to give you a chance to go off the grid. Yeah, and I'll just walk you through this. Take off your shoes right under your desk there. Yeah. Feel that. Keep your, just keep your socks on. Don't look at anybody, then they won't look at you. I hope your cubicle is carpeted, because you're just going to drive your little toes and making little fists <laughs> on the floor. How's that feel? All right. Now well, you're going to pull your hands up to the back of your neck and just kind of elongate your spine. Yeah. Towards the sky, all your energy... Now, now, now where are we? Now. Oh, I got, okay. We, there's just a holiday fun fair getting in the way of our friend and us. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. It's up a little bit more. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll be fine. We will be fine. We're going to, we're all going to make it not only on this car trip, but America, we're going to be okay. Yes. Don't worry. Even it's, if there's full-scale revolution, right. we're going to live. It's not going to happen in December because no one works in December, even revolutionaries. <laughs> Everybody's going to go to Palm Springs. Yeah. The you, revolution will probably be during pilot season. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Everyone's already fe feeling very rejected and they have nothing to lose. Did you... So you did go home for Thanksgiving. I did. And it was... Uh, tell me some of the fun things your father or sister said. Fun oh, family quotes. God damn it. I um, read a couple. I'm setting you up to say uh, some to tweets. To repeat tweets. Yeah, well. <laughs> my dad... 
uh, now I can't remember any of the tweets. My dad, uh, well, he always makes us watch sports that we don't care about. Then I pretend I care about sports sarcastically just to, just to fuck with him. That's what I do. Do you really? To your yeah, dad? Oh, I don't care about watching sports, and he's way into it. But and, it's fun to sit with him. Yeah. But do you, like, my dad will be, like, telling me about individual players' lives. And I'll be like, oh, God. really? And then he'll be like, ah, you'll be quiet. Because yep. then he knows I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, uh, we don't, uh, we don't, I don't jest my father. I have a little respect for the man. Oh. Sorry, that was, you know, that was a joke. I was doing it. <laughs> I was doing it to you just now. Oh, I see. Yes. You're jesting me, but you won't jest him. Yes, right. Fine. I but, mean, that's not very common, but fine. <laughs> Usually we jest our parents. Right. And respect our friends <laughs> like father figures. <laughs> I mean, I paid for your fucking college. <laughs> you did. You, you would did. think. Well, half of it. The other was, what's her name? Okay, so you stopped driving, sir. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason both your bumpers are torn <laughs> off, revealing wires and bolts. This is, L.A. is one of the only places where people, when they're lost, and often are, they just let their car kind of drift until yeah. they figure out where they're going. They right. don't pull over. They don't, like, make it right. Right. They just kind of, it's just kind of like, well, let's see what happens. You, I, we are kind of doing it, but even, <laughs> <laughs> right now. That's true, we did, we did it right now. No one's around. We did the same, <laughs> and it was on a similar corner to that guy. I just did, just did, I just did exactly, exactly what that guy what did. what he was doing. Oh, drifting. Fucking drifting. Ah. On a Sunday afternoon. Vin Diesel type of drifting. <laughs> let's go to Tokyo drifting. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. It's the perfect time of year to go to Tokyo. And drift. Candy canes, little dogs, little Sushi. girls, lots Fresh of snow. Fish. Old man bringing <laughs> gifts. Father yells, sister hits. Everybody loves the Tokyo drift. Christmas oh. drift. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You forgot the original Tokyo premise, <laughs> but it's still... The point is, it's about Christmas. That's right, everybody. And what is Christmas based in? Christ. So, yeah. open your Bibles to page... First Corinthians 898. <laughs> Wait, that's my area code. <laughs> Whoops. Now everyone knows where to come and kill me. It always goes back to murder. Wait, now... Uh, I thought I knew where Matt Ingebrigtsen lived. Oh. But I, apparently he has moved. Oh, okay. Am I wrong? I do not know where... I do not remember. You don't remember do when remember. I'm wrong? <laughs> I do not remember where we picked him up in the past. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm on the wrong street right now. Oh, but I'm okay. going to go... I'm going to drift on down to... It's one block away. Drift on through to the other side? Yep. Uh, do you think people get sick of my impromptu song parodies? I never. And if they do, they're joyless fucks. Because what was better than that? I wish you had said a joyless fox. <laughs> I'm a, I'm kind of attracted to pretty people that got a chip on their shoulder. You're a joyless fox, you're aren't you? A, what a t you're a bummer hottie. Look at that grumpy cougar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Stone cold. Okay, I know. See, I I actually put the directions on, which is what I should have done all along. Oh yeah. You We're know what? So close. Now that street rings a bell. He does live in the same house. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess it's me. No, that's not what I was doing, but I guess sort of. 
<laughs> at the end of the day, yes, it's exactly what happened. I went, what did I do? I went to, I just went to Thanksgiving at a uh, house of skateboarders, uh, or my friend Atiba, he's like a well-known photographer of skateboarding I mean, and basketball, and they were like, it was uh, the best food. Isn't it funny that later in life, young your friends make better Thanksgiving meals than you ever had from any of your dry turkey grandmas. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, it was good. Because people really care, and some people... And they're following recipes, not their what they used to do back in 78. Or like maybe their, their mom was a really good cook, and you would have never known it, because they just, when they were in their 20s, just ate microwave popcorn and got drunk. Right, right. <laughs> like, you, why would you know? Yeah. I am um, in that. Uh, did I tell you... I also went to a party. Did I tell you how I met uh, Terry Bradshaw? And, and <laughs> yes. Oh, I did, we talked about that on here. Yes. God, I, I'm out of stories. Hey, listen, we're about to make some. <laughs> oh, let's make history. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, yeah. Those fire trucks really fucked me up. Yeah, they really did. I mean, I just. Okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. They um, really. We. We were thrown for a, a loop. For Thanks a lot, Evil Knievel. I mean, what the living hell. What the night of the living hell. <laughs> what in the wide world of hell. <laughs> it is a wide world. Several levels. Different types of tortures. Yes. Um, oh, I get it. Look, we're right here. He think he did move. Yeah, into a beautiful mansion. I guess he's uh, a man, a mansoneer these days. Well, I guess you know what they say: get a TV show, they, <laughs> they pay well. That's right. These houses are silly. If he lives on the street, I'm going to be very upset with him. You son <laughs> of a bitch, Matting the Brute. Uh, Here we go, Matting a Brute. Let's okay. I'm texting him now. Yes. And I do we have to address that we're almost a full hour late? <laughs> I told him. I don't know if we have to address it to anybody else. Oh, okay, good, good. I'm glad you told him. Yeah. I told him. Because <laughs> uh, it's a saying that means you are mad, but you weren't. You just told him. I just told him. Okay. Did you tell him we were going to be late? Oh, I told him. <laughs> oh, I told him oh. 20 minutes late. Did you uh, give the doctor that sample of your cerebral? Um, yeah, I gave him a piece of my mind. <laughs> did you? I'm going to come up with a third one. Okay. Did you? Um, did you? Uh, did, <laughs> a lot of pressure. Did you? <laughs> did you have a one-way conversation with your friend? I gave him a talking to. <laughs> oh, talking to. Yeah. Oh. Did you have um, a two-part conversation with yeah, your friend? I, I, did you, <laughs> that was easy for me. I was just sitting back here. Did you hand your friend that Muppet shaped like a number from Sesame Street? <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave him a talking to. <laughs> there we go. I there it is. fucking fixed it. <laughs> you God triple fixed that yeah, shite. Someone should give me a job. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing okay. Just doing comedy lately and drawing. What have you been doing? Me, I've been doing podcasting and doing podcasts. Did you go anywhere fun? Where's the funnest place you guys have come gone to do your murder? <sighs> Florida. Oh, really? Uh huh. Oh, that's great. What, the, what a hi. Is that open? Oh, oh, oh. Hi. Hello, Matt. There's a mic that uh, might trip you up. There's guys. Matt! Karen, Chris! Hey. Good to see you, buddy. Here, you too. hold my hand in a masculine way. 
good to see you. Good to see you, too. Thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks for giving me a ride in your car, the name of the podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Giving me a ride in your car. It's time to give you a ride in this car. <laughs> um, Karen, this car is great. Yeah, it's a beautiful vehicle, isn't it? Thank what you it? so much. I, I built it from scratch, um, which is probably the, my proudest uh, piece. You're an auto worker. I so. really am. Right in Detroit. <laughs> That's how I think of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, nay, nay an auto artist, I would say. Oh, I was so far away. I was basically driving to your old apartment. And oh, yeah. then Did you move? I did move. Oh. I used to live over on Clayton. I was wrong. Where do you wrong. live, Karen? I what's, live your, in... what's your address? <laughs> Why don't you just say that out loud right now? <laughs> okay. Um, I, I live in, in Burbank. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Did you used to live over here? I did in the 90s when I was on drugs. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm on drugs too. That's why I'm over here. (laughs) Right now? Yeah. Cool. There was a time, I believe, when uh, one of our first episodes with Rob Delaney and I did say his address out loud. That's right. (laughs) And I said, no, I'll edit that. And And then you just didn't. I think I I forgot. Well, guess what? No one murdered him. Well, (laughs) so far he had to move to England. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason it wasn't the show they gave him. (laughs) Speaking of shows being given or making, no no one gave you anything. You you built it yourself. You earned it like this this car. car. (laughs) That's right. No, it was given to me like a lottery. They they still do it that way? They just pick up. It was a raffle ticket. I I, uh, bought a raffle ticket and then I won. Where? What show? Um, ComedyCentral.com is the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a web show about a web, the website, ComedyCentral.com. Oh, it's that must incredible. be good. Yeah, yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. I, re- I like the last season called AdamFilms.com. <laughs> I remember Adam. Yeah, come yeah. on. Was, that the, was Adam Films the one with the child pimp where I was like, this is inappropriate and I don't like it? I don't know. That was, it was Comedy Central, though. They were just doing that thing that I don't know why people do it where they, they launch a new... Like when Spider, the ski clothing company, made snowboard stuff, they didn't just call it Spider Snowboard Clothes, you know? They had to call it Strike. And then it went out of business because everyone's like, what's Strike? I know what like, I'm saying? No, no, because that, <laughs> your parallel is uh, is a like a extreme sports parallel that Hire I can't, I can't Chris Fairbanks to. to be your brand manager. <laughs> he has no experience but a lot of ideas. <laughs> and he can snowboard. That's the good news. Do you still snowboard, Chris? Um, I got this whole body pain thing, but I will one day. How's that going? Oh, great. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's nice how your body just becomes more painful as the years go on. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got, I think I will snowboard this winter. I got a fake hip and it feels good and I'm going to... And you want to test drive it. <laughs> you want to fling it down a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I, it, I, if I did go snowboarding, it's my other, my untouched hip that I'm worried about now. That's oh, the yeah. one that's really popping and locking. You don't let anyone touch it? No, no, certainly not a doctor. No slow dancing? <laughs> no, only hands above the hip. <laughs> two feet. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, this is a dumb question. You have two hips? It's not just one big hip? Uh, I mean, I know there's two sides to the hip. You're going to have to do a snowboard sports analogy because I don't know what you're saying. Can we get a textbook out? I, I want to take a look at this. You know how a mountain goes down on two sides? Uh-huh. Right. <clears throat> then yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Right. I already know what you meant because of her jokingly starting a sports analogy. Yeah. I have two, yeah, two independent hips. One of them, they're both worn out. One of them was more worn out. Mm-hmm. So they, they put metal basically in on my bone and then in the socket. And now I feel great. 
after months of pain, but I feel great. <laughs> oh. So uh, when is, Matt, when is your show coming out? It comes out January 17th, 2018. And it is no longer called... Hampton Dun- DeVille. Dun- Dunder Mifflin. DunderMifflin.com. <laughs> it, um, it is now called Corporate. Corporate, yeah. yeah. And you're in an episode of it. Did you know that? I uh, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> well, I never know. You know, if I'm, it's uh, did easily... you know what we were doing that day, Chris? <laughs> I do know that. It, no, I'm super dumb as shit. I uh, I could be edited out. That's what I thought. No, That's what I always think is gonna happen. It's always a chance. Yeah. No, that was a fun moment. It was funny, and then afterwards, I was like, "That was fun." I bet that stays in. Are you an office worker? He's on a corporate retreat. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Doing extreme sports. No, he, he's in a, a couple scenes. One of them, I won't spoil anything. No, he please has, don't. He has one of the funniest lines, I think, in the show. But uh, it's uh, it's in, they're in like a share circle in a, yeah. <laughs> at a corporate retreat, and he shares a deep, dark secret that he should not have shared. Yes. <laughs> Watch the show to find out. Yeah, what my secret is. I really like your guys' promos because they're super plain. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes it... In not not in a bad way, but like yeah. it makes you go, "What is this?" Because it just is like Comedy right. Central is corporate. Yes, when, it's where, good. Where have you seen the promos? Uh, there's billboards around town. Oh God, I haven't even. I gotta look up, Chris. I gotta Chris. get out of the house. Go I gotta do the billboards. You're running a red light, sir. Yeah, he really was. It's just unfair. Do you, have you guys ever had any intense road ragey or incidents on this podcast? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very much. Did. In just one episode, there were two pretty, pretty uh, clearly. Yeah. Like, uh, was Todd Glass? It was Todd Glass? Yeah. First, we saw this guy on a bike. I did antagonize him. He was like a... He you was riding it. his bike, but he's being very strange and weaving around, remember? And he had that yeah. cocky look on his face. <laughs> yeah. And I just said, yeah, yeah, we see you. <laughs> and he took out his bike lock and chased us Whoa. and tried to swing and hit Karen's mirror off <laughs> oh my God. and then just shot into an unprotected intersection. <laughs> and did cars almost hit him? I thought that he almost died. I don't know. He was a lunatic. And it then was crazy. Moments later, we saw a guy get punched out at a bus stop right next to the car and he Whoa. was out cold. He was like knocked out before he hit the ground. It yeah. was one of the craziest, most violent things I've Whoa. ever seen. And the, guy, and the guy was not satisfied. He's like, you're not knocked out enough. And he was grabbing him and slamming his head down. It was very... It, it, I remember it very much affecting Todd Glass emotionally. Either it, have you ever been in a fight? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and what about that's you, the episode of <laughs> driving in this car with me forever. <laughs> um, we'll never stop driving in the car together. Um, None of them are ever. They all make me feel gross. I've been in a few fights. Yeah. Wait a yeah. second. I think we talked about this when you were on the show last time, Matt, because if I am guessing correctly, you've never been in a fight. I was punched in fifth grade. Okay, yeah. But we might have. Maybe this is my only topic of conversation. Is I this have, all the only question you ever ask anybody? I have anybody? so little to offer the world. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think that it probably has a lot to do with you're, you're a tall, intimidating, more intimidating than me, and I'm shorter than everyone, so I, I right. more reason to punch me. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Oh, that Minnie just passed me on the left. Oh, and he's going to do it for that guy, too. That's humiliating. That guy must be Italian. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a, yeah. That you're, was... you're basically allowed to be racist against Italians. Yes. Right? They're the only ones left. <laughs> yeah, you can just straight up do it, and it's kind of fine now. <laughs> well, his, yeah. the color of his car was that of a pizza box, though. It yeah. was like black and red stripes, yeah. and there was a little... <laughs> 
green logo on it. Someone describe this terrible bike this guy is riding right here, or girl. It's a banana seat cruiser. Ay, ay. Yikes. Oh, boy, but she was easy on the eyes, surprisingly. Oh, oh okay, then she can Should do Should we pull she over? Wants. You want to yeah. ask her out, Chris? I think she was Italian. Throw your door open. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my mom met my lunch lady once. Look at now he's just in front of me. You didn't get any further, sir, for passing me on the left. Oh god, I wish we could pass him. Oh yeah. It would be really (laughs) fun. Dumb, dumb man. God, he's a dumb dumb. Definitely a man, I know that. (laughs) Yeah, one time my lunch lady had a broken arm and I realized that was the lady. My mom threw open the door and she was riding a bike on our street. Oh no. Broke her arm, yeah, and then I had to put it together. Um, she was also had her own access talk show. What? Oh. I thought you said she was uh, also by... hetero. <laughs> it was, uh, she may, Not relevant. May have, been, may have been. It was called By the Way with Vi Thompson. No. What? The lunch lady? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I realized that later in life. My, oh, wow, he's doing it again. And he almost hit that car. Okay, speed up. We're going to watch an accident. You're about to see that fight you want to see so goddamn bad. Ooh. <laughs> by the Way with Vi Thompson is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. This oh, car is passing people person. on the left on Fountain. I'm, wow. Let's... Can we call the cops on him? And let's do it. Yeah, let's just tail yeah, him. Let's call yeah, let's nine one one. Yeah, let's do it. You guys meet us on sunset. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna. All right. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Can I say <laughs> quit driving like that? Do you remember the bike lock incident? Yeah. Chris. <laughs> oh, Chris. man. I know I'm a giant man, but I have nothing to offer the world, and I can't fight. <laughs> what if you just punch your arm out the window and just see what happens? <laughs> That'd be fun. Just punch his car. I maybe it has to do with uh, where I grew up, and people were quick to punch each other in Montana. You're mountain people out there. Yeah, yeah. People just drink a lot and they fight out of boredom. Montana? Mm-hmm. That's Not right. anymore, I don't think. Yeah. I think it's better now. Matt, you're from Texas, That's where no right. one is violent. Yeah, just a bunch of perfectly peaceful, law-abiding, <laughs> upstanding citizens. Mm-hmm. Forward-thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly, though, I was in Dallas yesterday. Yeah. And they had these lime green bikes you just get on an app and for one dollar for an hour you get this bike it just unlocks via the app you ride there was thousands of them in downtown dallas which is for them to be you know a classic oil town be right. that progressive it was i was pretty impressed That's i cool. like dallas yeah dallas was awesome yeah we were just there it was cool I was in. I went to college in austin which is a cool city yeah i used to live there oh yeah I forget that about you. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. That's for- our connection. I forget I forget about our connection, too, because yeah. we've, we've made so many other more valid connections. Like what, guys? Name four. Sex. <laughs> Chris and I have been having sex. That is a, that's an awesome connection. Yeah, We're yeah. Really connecting. It, it really trumped that whole Austin thing. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Matt, did you notice it's a full moon tonight? I did notice that. Does that mean anything to you? It does. Okay. Are you into... A Taurus? Yes. yes. Um, no, it... <laughs> well, they say that usually people are more violent or like that the ERs are more crowded. Really? And police... There's more police activity on full moon. Sure. Really? They, they and, say... And wolfmen. And wolfmen they do say, say that. that as well. There's That's more right. wolfmen. The wolfmen attest <laughs> to it. What are your thoughts on this whole cosmic, like, astrology and everything, Matt? I think that my... I feel like 
there probably is something going on, but I don't think anybody knows what the fuck is right. going on. I don't think that uh, the person writing the uh, Sagittarius, right. which is what I am, paragraph in the new, in the newspaper knows anything. That's I agree. Such a Sagittarius thing to say, though. You <laughs> yeah. have to know that. Oh, my that. God. Someone yeah. said that to me, and I'm Aquarius. <laughs> I said I don't believe in it, and there's a, that's so yeah. Aquarius of you. <laughs> that's what I say every time. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, oh, that's my favorite. I am getting bored not believing in anything, and so I'm thinking about diving back into believing in something again. Right, yeah. Maybe it is astrology. You know what? Just, to, <laughs> just have it be church. Yeah. Let it be astrology. That would be amazing <laughs> if you just get insanely into I astrology. go, yeah, waist deep into astrology yeah. because you're letting it happen. Yeah, I just want something. <laughs> Sometimes a like a life-threatening illness or a sudden death in the family will kick you into believing something. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, or make you less of a believer in anything. Right? right. Uh, yeah. Kind why of would Why would they have done this to me? Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> I do remember one time I was leaving a, a bar and there was a drunk lady that. Uh, looked like she drank a lot <laughs> and as as she was leaving she looked at me and my friend and she said I believe in God she, she said I believe she in said, God are and I'm you like, Jesus I'm yeah. like how much have you had to drink <laughs> no she said uh, hello Aquarius hello Scorpio and we just looked at each other and said I'm I'm a, are you a Scorpio I'm she Whoa. guessed in she passing right? yes. in passing guess, by yes. looking at us my favorite wow it was horrifying to me I love it I believe I left that moment <laughs> and went home you left Texas I no that was Montana oh, well, God, that was a long time ago with my friend Zach he's dead now no <laughs> who's died in your friend circle Pat <laughs> um I got a few yeah but not that many I'm still I'm still skating on like I'm right in that pocket where people are just starting... My friends are just starting to get married, and not very many of them are dying yet. Right. It's oh, a good. lovely time in my life. That's <laughs> nice. They, they call that the golden year. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Wait till you hit 40. Mm. Boy, everyone's going to be dead. <laughs> I do remember, yeah, my grandma, when she was older, just every time I saw her, she just listed off the people who had died. That yeah. was like her opening <laughs> conversation. Yeah, that's like, yeah, my dad went to his... Uh, high school reunion i guess the f- fifth one yeah and uh and and or sixth i don't know it doesn't i uh but all people talk about is who's dead and what joints you've had replaced uh-huh. that's all they talk about that's so <laughs> and game of thrones and of course got oh. and who's died and got joints replaced on that on show game of thrones, on yeah. game of thrones. Yeah. do you guys keep up with game of thrones i love it I do too. It's my Kardashians. I like it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it is. It just good. gives me all the stuff I want. It's like, yeah, show me sex and violence and yep. incest. incest. Mm-hmm. Yep. The thing I want to watch on HBO is incest, it turns out. Yeah. I, I made my sister and my niece watch, um, is her name Liana Mormont? Uh, the little queen, the nine-year-old queen. Okay. Oh, she's amazing. The Bear yeah. Island uh, queen. That kid. Yes. I made my sister and my niece oh, watch that speech that she gives of, and still you did not answer the call or whatever she oh, says to yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah. And then after that, and my sister was kind of like, thanks for what, having my daughter watch Game of Thrones. Right. Mm-hmm. But then my <laughs> niece looked it up, and the actress that plays her is on a TV show called The Worst Witch, and my niece started watching The Worst Witch. She's like, it's really good, Auntie Karen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like she got into it. Oh, it wow. It made me so happy. She's a fan of that girl that's probably her age? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that kid blows me away. She's amazing. Do you feel, as an aunt, are you, like, trying to infiltrate your niece's mind? Yes, because, only because, <laughs> Yes. for a little while, she went through a phase. Like, she used to have great taste. She loved, like, um, peanuts and, like, Snoopy cartoons and stuff. Nice. She had good taste in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then, when she was, like, seven, she started loving... Dilbert. <laughs> no. <laughs> she started becoming alt-right Republican. No, she be- started loving Full House, and mm. she would recite entire episodes to oh, me of like oh, and then oh. the little girls went upstairs and I was like I can't listen uh, to this I'm really mad at you uh, right now yeah yeah and uh but now she's coming back around to she likes you know YouTube shows and things that her friends like and you're slipping her Zeppelin CD that's yeah, right gotta uh, get her into Skinner, Zeppelin yeah get her some Skinner Take a list. this is a band called Traffic <laughs> they're not that popular but it's more of a musician's musicians situation. yeah especially these B-sides it's just <laughs> moments where they fuck up <laughs> I'm getting her into a ton of jam bands it's rad setting her up for success Chris do you have Nieces or nephews? Yeah, yeah. I have, I have, I have uh, two beautiful little twin nieces. Well, they're not little anymore. They're almost teenagers. My nephew's 17 now. They're older than you. That's crazy. He's a giant football player. He's a version of me that's taller and more physically uh, superior. But he's, is he as funny as you, Chris? He's very funny, oh. and he does impressions. Well, he does a shit. Jason Statham. I can't even touch that guy. Well, why don't you just go jump off a cliff then, I, Chris? Yeah, and I never played football. And my he listens to cool music bands that I've never even heard of. Like, uh, you know... Karen, I think you should consider him as your new co-host for this podcast. Oh, good idea. How are his hips? Alice would be great. They're <laughs> great. They, too? Work, uh, they work great. They work great. He's got wide hips and a big bubbly ass. Uh, Alex, if you're listening right now, this is... <laughs> Alex, sorry. <laughs> must be weird. I mean, those are my mom's words. <laughs> my sister. I mean, his mom. That's... Oh, God. Just blame every woman in your life but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fine. I'm every woman. <laughs> it's all in me. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Do you have uh, nieces and nephews? Not, I do not have any yet. My I have two older sisters and one younger sister. My little sister is about to get married, and my two older sisters are not married and don't have kids. Okay. Um, so we're counting on my little sister <laughs> to pull her weight. and Because my mom is the type of person who... If she had a grandchildren, it would grandchild. It would complete her life. Yeah. Right. And we've all let her down in a huge, huge way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad wants more, and he's looking at me. That's very greedy. <laughs> Your dad's though. been looking at you. Yeah. He, he's like he just wants his hands on another baby. Wait, yeah. It's is this the mini that was going crazy? Shit. No. Oh a, damn. It's not even a mini. No. Oh no. Damn it. Um, wait. So Matt, you grew up with three sisters. Three sisters. I don't think we talked about that last time. That's fascinating. Yeah. 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 Do you I, think it's crafted your personality? I think so. Yeah, I in, do too. In how? Well, I think that. Chris, did you have brothers? No, I had one sister. I guess I can't compare because I didn't have brothers. But right. I feel like if you have brothers, there's a greater chance of you being a bad person. <laughs> right. I think if you have, if you're a dude with brothers, it's like too much just beating each other up as a child or just like weird competitive i just i had like three sisters taming all of my 
worse instincts. I that's think. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, and also you get you learn the lesson of that like women are in and of the world. That's so it's right. not you don't aren't shocked and upset by it once you get out into the world. That's exactly right. Yeah. My little sister's getting married December fifteenth, and I'm I am officiating the wedding. Oh wow! That's cool. Are you yeah. looking forward to that? Um, I am, and I have also put off writing the ceremony until now, so I'm writing it, and it's hard, I'm like, I love the, so far I've written a lot of jokes that, (laughs) like two pages of just, of like jokes that I'm gonna have to cut most of, because nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Um, but the part that I don't have down yet is where I need to be like, marriage is this, because I don't know any, I don't know anything about marriage, and I don't. I think marriage is kind of dumb. It's I'm sorry. Kind of, I think it's you a can, bit of a scam. I yeah. think you can say that. And I, 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 my little sister, if you're listening, Emily, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're making a terrible decision. No, Maybe kidding. you can just twist it slightly so it's like marriage is what you make it. Yes. Type there of, what's the better way to say the thing you actually mean? <laughs> yeah. Can you ghostwrite this wedding ceremony? I'm happy me? to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually just going to, yeah. I'll pull something out of a... Uh, like a quotable website and Actually, then send it to you. Kurt Braunholer helped me. Um, he has officiated a handful of weddings and has like a whole format written out oh, that he really? sent me. And so I'm just like filling in the dots. Oh, that's good. Filling in the blanks for really? Like he's done a dozen. Yeah. Something oh, wow. like that. Wow. Because he's a priest, right? Yeah, Kurt Braunholer <laughs> is a priest. <laughs> I can see him yeah. being really good at that, though. Yes. Um, he, uh, yeah, they're really funny. He sent me a couple ceremonies, and they read just, like, funny stand-up acts of his. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, so I'm doing that. And is it basically, like, when Emily was seven years old, we knew that she would this because she did that. And then yeah, it's a funny basically. anecdote. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we shared bunk beds as a kid, so I'm going to mention how much we fought about bunk bed, who got the top bunk is that good? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And you should compare it with who gets the top with her, with her husband. And her there you wedding. Go. Yeah, yeah, you can, or I mean, perfect. yeah, make it about him. Karen, you're out. Chris, you're writing the ceremony. <laughs> okay, I was going to say the same thing. You just interrupted me. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot this episode. <laughs> you're excited. <laughs> to be back in the... Look at that's cool. Oh, yeah, Whoa. it is nice. A little sunset gradient. Well, hello. How are you? What's going on Too bad you're eating, there? eating your books. <laughs> eating his books. I didn't realize that I was actually joke. I just joke like flirt sip at him and but he looked straight at me yeah that was sensual i didn't mean that to happen we all were looking him right in the eyes and he was (laughs) mid booger eat he was mid oh god yeah no hey hey, what happens in your car whether it's booger eating or racism yeah (laughs) it's okay it's okay now karen (laughs) it's not okay but it's not okay was that man attractive did you find that man attractive no, that man looked like someone who would be on the show Arrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not interested yeah. in actor-looking type you, people. Yeah. He looked a little like a guy who would be the lead of a country band that plays at bars in Austin, too. Yeah. He had a little bit of like that look. I bet you if he got out and stood up, he would have a lot of bracelets on. Yeah. And he would have jeans that were had embroidery on the back. Now, Karen, <laughs> what do you have against embroidery? Yeah. I was stabbed in the eye <laughs> by an embroiderist. By oh. an embroiderist? An embroiderist. 
<laughs> when you were three. Yes. And, and that's how you say the word now. That's what gave me my speech impediment. Right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it hit your brain. It happened to, uh, you know, uh-huh. Stallone and Maria Shriver. Yeah. You know what I feel bad about right now? What? We didn't get you a coffee, Matt, and we got ourselves coffee. And can I tell you something? Oh. I would have loved a coffee. Oh, that makes it worse. That I'm going to just get out of the car right now and go back to a... It's too dangerous. No, I'm okay. I'm actually going to a coffee shop after this where I will get myself a free coffee. Oh, at at your uh, where your comedy concert is, right? That's right, my comedy concert. Yeah. Is that... Does it start at nine or eight? Eight. Oh, good. Oh, shoot. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said shoot, but I meant... Good. Oh, like, God. Oh, God. Oh, shout. Oh, show. Oh, show. Oh, show. And you guys have both done my comedy show, and you're both very funny on it. The last time I did your comedy show, I feel like I didn't do well because I started by saying, uh, I, I don't like comedy. Yeah, I basically did. <laughs> yeah. Remember? I was kind of like, this is comedy's pointless. <laughs> Remember? It does. I don't remember you saying that, but I do feel that right now about comedy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Or it's like, too. what are we doing? Yeah. Do we all hate it right now? It's all the same, yeah. It, I feels, it doesn't feel great right now. Yeah, me either, man. Yeah. Me either. I'd rather uh, just write think pieces. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? That's not true. <laughs> do you remember, Matt, that time that you, you the because of rain, your show was indoors in yes. the bookstore, and uh-huh. this guy came in with his girlfriend, and you just started attacking him in the most hilarious <laughs> oh, way. Yeah, Why? It was. Oh, you were, I was in a bad mood that night. It was so great, though. You really were specifically <laughs> just, and they were laughing at first, and then you kept doing it, and then they decided they'd leave. It's so funny too. Like were, it, I was. Because as, so as a principal in the past <laughs> couple of years, I've, I'm deliberately nice to people I talk to in the audience, or I try to make challenge myself to do that. Yes. But there was a time when I was just bitter and mean to <laughs> what I was talking to. Yeah. I it, I funny. loved watching it because it's not your personality. I like that with anyone where I see them be mean yeah. on stage. You see or them become unhinged on, on stage on a, <laughs> in a role, and then but yeah. and then in person they are the sweetest. You know what I mean? And yes. that's me talking about you, isn't well, that? Thank you, yeah, Chris. you bet. Sweet is the word I use. There was a one time. Uh, at Largo, mm-hmm. Zach Alphanax was on stage and he walked outside with the microphone and yeah. was on the sidewalk. And he made this couple that were walking by come in and stand on stage. Uh-huh. And then he started interviewing them and he come to find out they both worked at Halliburton. And oh, he began to ream them and it was totally real and he was not trying to be funny. Oh. He was like, you do realize that you are the enemy. And like, it was, it, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, oh, and they just kind of stood there laughing and they yeah. were young. It was very weird. But uh, he was livid. He yeah. was like legitimately angry at both of oh. them. It it's funny when amazing. you said that I was thinking of him because he is someone that is sweet in person. So like, sweet. And and he can be mean and scary as a as a movie character or Another, whatever uh, on stage that's great. What did he say to them? It was just like cuz he's so politically kind of and always has been very dialed in to like that kind of politics with mm-hmm. like those what's happening now which is basically all the insane psychopaths that are so greedy they don't give a fuck about what happens to anybody yeah the money behind politics yeah, yeah. and so it's just like the war machine and you, you know like oh that's great you, you kill you know the you're, you're killing the lower and middle class so that what I can't remember right, it, was, right. it was really heavy yeah. and at the time I never knew it. I didn't follow anything or pay attention to anything so politically like, what is he talking about I was yeah. just like I am on his side I don't know what's <laughs> happening oh wow another 
bad moment I had on stage once, which was another sort of turning point where it's like I need to stop being mean to hecklers. Yeah. There was I was at West Side Comedy Theater and I was in the green room and I kept hearing like uh, people dealing with a heckler outside and right. and then they'd come back in and be like, There's this fucking woman and drunk woman in the front row Ugh. and she's the worst and uh, I got the sense I wasn't really watching any of the show, I was just hanging out in the green room and I got the sense that everyone hated her. Right. <laughs> and so I went out on stage and within within the first sentence of my fir- of the first setup to the first joke I was telling she spouted off something to me uh-huh. and I just <laughs> bent down and pointed like in her face and was like you're a fucking nightmare and nobody <laughs> laughed and the audience turned on me so hard in that moment and I spent most of the rest of my set apologizing and just oh, no. sheepishly <laughs> trying to get back to my material you're a fucking nightmare <laughs> I thought that people would be on my side I had the impression that she was right hated. right they're like we like what she's doing yeah. yeah the problem when you're getting a report from the other performers in the green room about a heckler it doesn't always mean heckling it means that they're talking or being annoying right. to just you yes and and they're not turning going announcing their heckles to the rest of the group yes uh, and that's that's what that probably the audience didn't even know that lady was being terrible the whole time probably the only thing I'm proud of Chris do you have any heckler takedown videos on YouTube <laughs> of me doing the yeah uh, I was in Boise a couple of weeks ago and I did uh, you took down I, a heckler no I I went I got off stage <laughs> and I grabbed the table and I said you both have to leave right now yeah and, and then and they eventually did and then after the show they were waiting there because they knew one of my friends at home oh. and I Shit. got in oh. his face and yelled at him but there oh. was no physical no takedown but <laughs> I, they are changing the, the they're, they're printing out cards there that say please be quiet and because no one was dealing with the yeah the cards the, will do it that'll take care of it well if I th- if you think about it like someone standing there like a, a person that is non-confrontational trying to get you to be quiet by standing by the table that doesn't register with people but if they receive a card I think a version <laughs> of mail. you that's a child uh, that's in trouble. It's like a business card that says, shh, you're being disruptive. They used to do it at the Velveeta room, and it worked great. Oh, that's smart. Oh, like they're getting past a note? Yes, and you look at the note, and they have to read it, and it says, shh, you're being disruptive, oh. and it's all official looking. That, that's I think smart. all comedy clubs should do that. That's, that's a good, good idea. Yeah, yeah, and so I think they're going to do that now because there was a... That's a town that likes to drink, uh, like all of Idaho and all of Montana, where I'm from, and yeah. all of Texas. Where everyone drinks. The everyone whole country drinks. is fucking <laughs> drunk as shit, <laughs> and they, that's why people talk. And if they if they get the little cards, they might go, "Oh, okay." Oh, I see. Yeah, and then it's not com- it's not awkward for anyone. It's less unless they're so drunk they're seeing double, and when they see the sh- it's there like it's a snake. <laughs> yeah, like, they- there's a paper snake in my hand. And they start screaming because they're scared of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like everyone thinks they're funny? Um, I feel Maybe like not everyone. People in the audience at comedy shows for the first time ever will all of a sudden think they're funny. Right. That somehow they feel empowered by watching comedy. Well, because they, it's easy to sit there and go, "Oh, I could do this," or "I can think of funnier things." Than yeah. This. Yes. Because all he's doing is holding a mic and put he put on pants. Yeah. I can do that. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was the first open mics I ever did 
I was just watching, and I was like, well, I'm at least as funny as these fucking assholes. Yeah. Where was that in Austin? That was actually weirdly out here. I was out here for a summer in college, okay. and uh, I did an open mic at the Rainbow Bar and Grill, and then at Ha Ha Yeah, and then at Ha Ha Cafe, that the <laughs> Nightmare Club in, in uh, North, North Hollywood. Hollywood. That is the first place I did stand up to. Patrick Keene was working the door. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Howard Kramer took me to Ha Ha Cafe. <laughs> I did a, a bringer show at Ha Ha Cafe. Who'd you bring? Um, some college friends of mine that were out here. Oh, wow. And, uh, I had a great set. Or in my memory, a great set. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure it was absolutely terrible. If you oh, we have a recording video. of it right yeah. here. Yeah. Hold on. Aaron, where was the first time you did stand-up? Yeah. Or what I, was the first time? I, it was in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I was right after I flunked out of college, so I had to do something to, yeah. uh, get back my family's trust <laughs> and i went to a. I met a comic at a bar and he and i were like she he was a friend of my friends and he and i started talking and then i was just sassing him a lot and then he was like are you a comedian yes. which i secretly wanted to be very badly right and i said no and he said you should be and then he invited me to come to a show that he was the host of and so i went to it for like a month like i went to four in a row and i did the exact same thing where i was like i'm funnier than all these people yes yeah. and then i did it now, Karen. Yes? You flunked out of college. I sure did. Not smart enough? No. <laughs> Could not, couldn't read, never have been able to. That's great. Um, how long did you go to college for? A year and a half. And were you just, what was the experience? You were just like, no, thank you? I was, it was the first time, I went from going to a high school with 350 people in a town of 30,000 mm -hmm. to going to Sacramento, and the school itself had 30,000 people in it. Uh, okay. uh, it was like a big commuter school, and right. I had been, I was on my own for the first time, and I was like, I actually don't have to go to class, I can drink beer and go to Burger King every goddamn day, and so that's exactly what I'm going I mean, to do. That sounds like a great life. It was... It's all, I've had a great life. <laughs> and then I shoot myself in the head. Oh, God. oh my God. I just... Have you guys ever seen the footage of that news lady doing that? I... Are you talking about... In the uh, 70s? Christine? Yes. Oh. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen I know the movie, what it is, yeah. but it made me watch YouTube, the actual suicide. No. I watched one, and it was... It was, um... The guy? Something Bud, right? Yeah. But the man that, one ups, that one was not good for my brain to it's watch It's very that. bad. Yes. Very, very bad. Did anyone watch the tiger eat that man at the zoo? No. <laughs> that was just on... See, people have to stop posting these videos. I, it was a friend of mine, and I said, you can't... I did not want to see that. And then all the comments were like, me either, me either. But a tiger killed a man. You can imagine how awful and brutal that was. It sounds beautiful. What? It was just. Was a, it slow motion? It was. To me, that's what se that's sexy to me. It was regular motion, very crunchy, very bloody. That's what I'm into. Yeah. Now, Karen, the last time I was on this podcast, I don't know if you remember, but I bring it up to people somewhat frequently. Mm. I made you promise. Uh -oh. To when I turn 70 years old, yes. shoot me in the back of the head. And I said, yes, I would. I, yeah, you did. Okay. Are you still willing to hold up that agreement? If it's what you want. It I mean, is. like, if if when you're 70 and you've changed your mind, I'm not going to hold you to it. Yeah. No, I... but that's the thing. You can't let me know. It's like when I'm, when I, once I turn 70, you, you, can t you can touch base with me when I'm 69. Okay. Sexy. Right. 
that's I was gonna say somewhere in the sixties, uh, mm-hmm. you sh- there should be a refresher on yeah. this because <laughs> I don't know. I've watched my dad enjoy life uh, from seventy to seventy-five here. So you think I should push it a little? Yeah, yeah, just uh, you know. Maybe. Yeah, my dad just had his seventy-seventh birthday, and he is—he uh, does have a marked limp, and he is hard of hearing. But uh, he's having a fun right, time. Right, right. Yeah. Wait till you have uh, ass cancer or something, and then call Karen up. Or how okay. about if, if I may readjust? Yes. What if I just decide when it's going to be? And it's not—we don't pick the number. You don't know the number. Yeah, it could okay. be next week. Just someday you'll kill me. Yes. Yeah. What do you think of that? That's I, a. I could go with that, yeah. Right, because I think it's going to make you appreciate every moment. I can't go for that. Yeah. No can do. (laughs) No can do. No, I'm sorry. I just don't want to see it coming. Or maybe I do. Maybe it'll be fun to just, my last moment is like, oh, it's Karen. Oh, my friend Karen. That's right. (laughs) Or I dress up. I could dress up like a cowgirl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I have like guns on my hips Uh and I'm walking up. Uh, all slow and serious. We could do it. We could just th- we theme could it out. Fun. Yeah. yeah, we make it fun. It's at a Halloween party, so I don't know what's going on. Or it's um, <laughs> it, or I just do it by strangling you. So we're talking, and then I just slowly put my hand up to your neck, and I won't let go. And I yeah. have a big smile on my face. <laughs> That's right. No matter what we do, this is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys are starting to talk me into this. <laughs> are you, you in it? You want to get in on this? this I is want a new service. Karen offers. <laughs> Let me kill you. Halloween suicides. Yep. It's called Killer. K-I-L-L-Y-R. And it's an app you can download. But first we have to get me my nickname, Killy, yeah, that's going. Right. And then the branding will work itself out. Speaking of which, how about this violent, psychopathic van? That's nice. Oh, he's been so troublesome at the show before. Truly? Oh, oh yeah. This, um... That's the guy. He's oh. He's been awful. Oh, that guy is crazy. He's been awful. He's been, he's, uh, he, he's, he, he calls himself the mayor of Echo Park. Yeah, he's Uh-oh. disruptive. He's got a big beard. And everyone <laughs> has to, uh, step on eggshells around him and he like puts up with his shit. I told him, I was like, Dave hey. was on stage when he walked out of the door one time and Dave just made some comment because he looks wild. <laughs> right. And Dave made some comment and he just stopped and started shouting at dave and i was there shouting at the whole audience i was there wow i went up right after that <laughs> I, was, I went up right after that moment and I talked so, about how i was going to get murdered by i him. started that was almost a fight i started to go i went and stood next to him because he was being aggressive so i was like yeah. am i gonna have to karen kill gareth this guy <laughs> 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 your big chance yeah <laughs> this is one of my favorite drives just going up and down in a parking lot where yeah. I'm not actually looking for a parking space. It's the only time you can really just go in circles slowly and yeah. have no one get upset yeah. with you. Yeah, right. I like it. But uh, but this is your stop. This is my stop. And it's... Um, I you feel- have finished. You have completed giving me a ride. <laughs> now, is there anything else we need to talk about before you go? Well, I'd love for people to watch my show, Corporate. Jake Weissman is in it as well. Pat Bishop, we created with him. He directed every episode. Yes. Uh, Parnan Ancherla is in it. Annie Dudek is in it. I uh, was in a show with Annie Dudek. Oh, yeah? What show? Uh, it's a show called The Book Group that we shot in oh, yeah? Scotland. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, the showrunner was Jake uh, Foggle. Adam, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Adam Lustig. Lance Reddick. Yes. It's really fucking cool, and I think you should watch it. Awesome. I love that. I'm Lustig. It's so funny. Feel free to get it by whatever means necessary. I don't care if you illegally download it. Ooh. Don't tell 
Viacom that I told you to do that. <laughs> when but were you done? Because it's been a while since you stopped shooting it, if not a full year, right? We stopped shooting in February of this year. Oh, and right. I think that's right. Yeah, and then we edited, and then it's we've been sitting on it for a minute. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're finally getting to put it. I'm out. so glad. I know it's going to launch you into superstardom. No, Chris. every and and from what I've seen, Matt McCarthy will be launched into superstardom. <laughs> right. Everyone, all the regular, it's great. Uh-huh. I just watched the pilot, but I, yeah, am, it's uh, it's it's really good. Well, I can't you. wait to see yeah. it. I'm yeah. I'm genuinely excited to see it. Yeah, thanks, Karen. Because I loved um, women. The sketches those That's guys right. did. Because Pat Bishop directed those. He right? directed those. Yes, he's good. He's very good. Pat Bishop is sort of like a. A robot genius type person. <laughs> yes. He's one of those people that, Chris, and I know you're one of these people too, where it's like you just start talking and hopefully I'll start saying something interesting <laughs> by the time this sentence is over. Right, right. Pat's someone where if you like tell him something, you can see him like think about what he's going to say. Yes. So he like never says anything that is dumb or stupid, yes. whereas I'm constantly stumbling over <laughs> right. myself. No, that that's actually me. Uh, you are the ki- you are the king of that. You've made that into your entire like comedic persona. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I afford uh, my lifestyle. Uh-huh. <laughs> your luxurious. <laughs> what is your lifestyle? Uh, we are we go. Cadillacs. <laughs> yeah. This boat I'm about to get on. Uh, no, Pat. It, I loved him as the director of that show too because he was like a sweet. Uh, you know, he wasn't um, intimidating. Or, yeah, he was very zen. Mm-hmm. He was very namaste. He was very downward dog. Has yeah. he? directed TV before or is that his first project? This is his first time directing TV. He directed awesome. a ton of stuff for Funny or Die. He edited with Bob and David and the Birthday Boys awesome. and some other stuff. So he's very talented. Yeah. And Jake and I are just we're just trying our best. You guys are great. I bet it's good. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much for having me on. Of Thank course. you for having you on. Or for coming on. <laughs> And guys, this has been Welcome to My Ride. I'm your host, Matt Ingebretson. <laughs> yeah, you did do most of the interviewing, which yeah. I appreciate. It was really nice of you. Yeah. You'd finally take it off our I plate. have that instinct. I Like, when I used to date a lot, I would just basically interview the other person the whole time. <laughs> Romantic. To the point where they would call it out, like, it feels like you're interviewing me. And I was like, oh, that's right. Well, the date is over. Goodbye. <laughs> How about you answer a fucking yeah. question for once? <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks, buddy. It's good to see you. We'll come in after this and watch some of your show. All right, great. Okay, great. Well, that's it for us. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's over. Do we even... Is there anything you want to say? No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to say anything either. We should just... I just wanted that guy to get out of the car. God, let's really talk about him. (laughs) I love him. Stunk. Oh wow! Oh wow! I think he's so smelly. (laughs) No, he was. It smelled great. Uh, No, I think that show is going to be really good. And I, I didn't realize you were on it. I'm so excited. Oh, just an episode, I think. But still, maybe more. I think just one. That's going to go straight on your reel. Yeah. Well, we got to update that reel. Yeah, we do. There's a couple things I need to put on it. Yeah, me too. And in both things, I was in one Mississippi, and this both are with that John Daly guy. Oh, nice! Isn't that? I showed up at the one other thing I acted in, and it was the same dude. In, like, with you? In uh-huh. the scene? Yeah. That's awesome. In, yeah, yeah. He's so of, funny. Uh, hopefully I'll make it onto his demo reel. My I goal is so. to be on as many demo reels as possible, not actually get jobs. Yeah, just get demo reel jobs. Mm, um, we'll have, uh, we're going to, our next episode, we're going to, um, we're going to have a shirt party. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a couple people have, have tweeted at us. Yes. Um, like, 
please, can I have one? Everyone's being so polite and yes. so sweet. It's so hilarious. But just so everyone knows and people who are waiting and who yes. requested, we are going to do a special T-shirt mailer episode. Yes. And uh, and then everyone will get their T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've mailed most of them. But if you haven't gotten oh. them yet... Um, I only have mediums and larges at this point, there, but uh, only a handful. Uh, we got a request just today of a lady that would like a medium, and she said, um, I'm asking nicely, and I've listened for as long as I've known about it. Yes, yes. I, uh, <laughs> did yeah. you see that? Yeah, I did see that. It made yeah. me laugh so hard. Well, I, it's, I'm, we're going about it a different way where I already had them printed for that podcast festival, and then so I was like, well, email me your size and, and your address, but then I had to send them back an email with my... Venmo and and pay or PayPal and then they would email back and say okay money's there and so then I look <laughs> at my email and my PayPal and my Venmo and the people that gave me money that's who I sent shirts. Oh, I so didn't realize if, you. So if, thank you. It was a lot and putting them in envelopes and going I went a few times to the post office. But if you thought you ordered a shirt and it hasn't come, it's because I haven't gotten money. That's all. Got it. It was money and then mail. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Anyway, so that's. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Loving it. I am too. I love it. Uh, well, we're going to honk in front of that guy. I yeah, guess. I think um, we're going to have to. Yeah. I've, we'll oh, do a light um, one. I won th- on the thir- 16th of year in Missoula, Montana in December. I'm opening for Reggie Watts. That'll be a really fun show. And then, oh, nice. And then I'm in Portland on the 21st to the 23rd. What club? Do you know? In, in At Helium in Portland. Nice. That's a great club. Two, two fun gigs. Yeah. That's so fun. Go see Chris Fairbanks do comedy. And if you like him, try to date him because he's on Bumble, but it's not working out. Oh, it's not. I'm not. I'm not ever going to meet anyone. I wish I hadn't even mentioned that. I want to mention it more. I think you and I, we need to get out there. Yeah, yeah. We need to start mixing it up. We need to start very casually dating tons of people. Yes. Just lots of meet and greets. Spread myself thin. Hurt a lot of feelings. Tons of coffees and really (laughs) like superficial interactions. God, I can't do it. What you're describing, I just can't do. (laughs) I'm the worst. Oh, God. I just simply don't want to talk to anybody. Me either. Oh, no. Unless they don't seem to want to talk to me and then I'm in exactly. love with them. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. Oh, wow. We have to talk more about that. <laughs> There's one, if someone doesn't like me back, oh, man. No, that's the key. Oh, God. Because, well, there's something about it where I I can pretend to be casual up until a point. Right. But then if it's like, but then if I get a little idea in my head and there's any even suggestion of rejection. Yep. I, it then becomes, I misinterpret heartbreak for for love. Right. Is, I think, my main problem. Good God, I do that too. Yeah. I didn't know we had that in common. Yeah. Good God. We, we need to talk about important things more and stop Normally, this bullshit. When we end the podcast, we honk, but there's so many people in front of the car, I think we're just going to have to not do it. We're going to have to not. Do, I'll, I'll do it. You do your thing and I'll okay. provide the honking. Okay. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> D-Y-N. A-R! That was pretty good, right? That was so good. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. Scared or was it fine? Mouth horn.
uh, with Karen and Chris. <laughs>